welcome back to Teed Up, an original podcast created and produced by Long Beach State student-run newspaper, The Daily 49er. I'm Christina Agresta. I am Sunny Tapia. I'm Maddie G. And I'm Naoki. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in, and thank you guys for being here. As always, let's jump into beach sports. Ooh. First place in the new new digs. Yeah. First, first, first episode in the new studio. I like it in here. It's nice. It's great. Very nice. Yeah. Headphones yeah. work. We can see ourselves. There's like a monitor where we can look at ourselves. It's really weird. It's we great. got a logo. The got the logo, logo up. up. It's very fancy. Very, very fancy. Um, Start things off. Um, There was a press conference yesterday with uh, new women's basketball head coach, Amy Wright. Uh, it's it's going to be an exciting, exciting season coming up. Uh, exciting? Yeah. I'm, ex- I'm hype. <laughs> I think there's a lot of concern for the team. I think the press conference was very interesting. There was no one from the media there besides me. And right. the other questions were taken from, like, alumni. Oh, wow. And the alumni didn't seem thrilled either because we don't have a coaching staff. Like, no one. Cameron took his entire staff with him. Like, everybody? everybody. Oh, so she has to rebuild and, not just the players, but yes. oh, wow. the staff and everything, too. And she told me she did not bring anyone from Oklahoma. Wow. She wants to build up the core from people in the local area so the team gets some sort of synergy, which... It's okay. a new coaching staff. I don't know how you're getting new synergy out of local people, but hopefully it works for the team. I'll apply. You'll apply? <laughs> yeah, I'll apply. I mean, no. It could work. I'll no. do it. Reject the application. What? No. I'll apply. I'll be their water girl. And then also, we're obviously replacing five seniors, and she might have, like, kind of hesitantly said they don't need to be replaced. I think that's an oversight. You have yeah. five seniors who are four starters. Final game of the year, they play 132 out of your 200 minutes, and now you just need to replace them. You don't have a lot of depth there. You are late to recruiting. Yeah. It's just very questionable where we're at. I feel like she's going to try and ride more on what she did at Oklahoma. Well, no, it sounds like she wants to ride off of what Cameron did here. Mm. She believes that the players they have are like the recipe for success, which... I mean, I believe, and I'm not going to be wrong, but at the same time, it's like they're... They're not I mean, they're gone. And yeah. They're gone. Are gone. Like, the good ones are gone. I wouldn't say good ones because they're all good. No, I mean, but... like, Kiana Hamilton Fisher is going to return, and I'm sure she'll take that Makai Berry role. You know, Savannah Tucker's like, there's players who have played minutes, but yeah. you're losing out on so much experience. Yeah. yeah, and I mean, going into this past year, I remember that the women's team also were not, they were kind of in this similar position where, yeah, Cameron was here, but they only had, like, a handful of players going into the year and then they did a lot of recruiting a lot mm-hmm. of transfers came in and look at what ha- look at what the result was yes it ended in disappointment but they had a spectacular regular season and the reason why i say that i'm excited is because like this is a coach that has experience with like success in a really good conference and a really good program yes as, as of this moment she doesn't have a staff yet and i i think when ted came to talk to our class he had Said that he was only gonna take like what like Coach Cam was gonna take only one of one or two of his assistants with him to SMU, but it appears that he took the entire staff with him, which is a little bit disappointing. But um, it is to me, it's more like okay, like you were already going into a program where it was rebuilding. Like yeah. a lot of your best players are gone. You kind of have these a lot of these younger un- underclassmen and some recruits that are coming in, and it's very very fresh. It's a very fresh situation, and it's gonna be interesting to see how this turns out from right now to really when this when training camps begin and preseason starts um in the fall and i mean we're we're going to be here to see that so I, i'm yeah. excited to see it no yeah. I, I think one of the most alarming things for me was 
and I don't know the credibility to it, but Wright mentioned it during the press conference. There's a rumor being spread that players would be judged at practice and potentially cut. Oh, damn. And, like, to even bring that up just feels out of place. It feels wrong as far as morale goes. Yeah, yeah to, like, bring it up sure. in a press yeah. conference setting. The entire team was there at the press conference. Yeah. And, like, pretty much say, this isn't true. I don't know where it came from. I feel like that's something that should be dealt in-house. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And and when you're already going into a program where, you know, if we're comparing Long Beach to Oklahoma, the talent level between those two programs, it's, like, night and day almost, you know? like Oh, yeah. There's so many different factors. But, I mean, I think even though Cameron did take his staff with him, I still think that people are going to want to work with Amy because of what she did at Oklahoma and what she's been known to do. So I think she'll be fine. It'll just take time, I think. It'll be something to watch. These next like almost six or seven months is going to be very interesting to watch just to see who she brings in, you know, in in the coaches sort of group. And then if when the new recruits get here, what does that look like now? You know, like. Um, and you know, Maddie alluded to it, like no one, no one's spot is safe, you know? And is that like, is that a culture that you want to set as you're at literally like within a week of you being here? I don't know. You know, some players thrive off of sort of that back up against the wall. Like I got to fight for my spot every day now. That's what I think it is. I think that's what she's like kind of banking on is that they're going to get this attitude like, okay, then I really need to prove myself and yeah. I need to push harder and be better. And, and the, the players that come out of, you know, sort of this experiment, right? Then you know that as coach, right? Like the team that you will end up having, you know, if you end up like cutting out kind of like the weaker or, you know, and keeping the stronger, you're going to have some dogs. Like, yeah. It's kind of like Hell Week in football, like in exactly. high school football. It's like Hell Week. Like if you can make it through Hell Week, you're on the team. Exactly. Yeah. So if you can make it through her training and through her practices and stuff like that, you should be fine. I mean, at least I think it shows like while this strategy might be controversial, I think it shows that she wants to win and she wants to win here and she's going to do whatever it takes. Maddie has a totally different opinion. Well, I think you guys are like alluding to it differently than what she was talking about. She doesn't want it to be a dog fight. She thinks all the players already earned their spots off of their reputation from last season. But as I was going, a lot of those players don't have that reputation of starters. Mm. They weren't the ones that brought the success necessarily. And that's not like discrediting them. Obviously, a lot of them played vital minutes. But to say that team's like ready to step up. I don't think that's true. No. No. I think I personally think I'm going into next season expecting it not to be great. Right. I'm expecting her to take one season to kind of get everything together and then really hit the ground running the year after. Yeah, that's more of so what I wanted to hear out of her answers. Like, realistically, it's a rebuild. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't think anyone's expecting the team to have as good of a year as this year. It'd be, like, very questionable to believe that's possible. Yeah. And I think she needs time, obviously, to, like, rebuild everything. I just hope that the players themselves are energized with this kind of coach coming in and with her mentality and... I mean, like you said, like she doesn't want it to be a dogfight, but that also kind of shows like her belief in them yeah, and like yeah. they already earned their spots. And you always want as a player confidence from your coach. Right. Yeah, you exactly. never want your coach to be doubting you and stuff like that. Even though, like you said, Naomi, like some players thrive off that. They right. thrive off being doubted. But she wants that morale to kind of stay up. Yeah. And and I like that. And then but at the same time, I want to see who would actually survive. Like, if if they get doubted, like, who yeah. would push harder to get their spot and yeah. win and stay as a starter and stuff like that? It'll be a. It's gonna be interesting. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm excited. Like, it's gonna. It's gonna be really interesting to see how this season really turns out. And like you said, we we might just lower our expectations. You know, like, 
yes, we came off a really good year, but it's like knowing what we know, five of the best players are gone. Your coach and their coaching staff, they're gone. It's mm-hmm. a full skill rebuild, you know, in, in the NCAA, there's no draft picks. So you can't just, you know, there's mm-hmm. no excitement for it's a draft. It's all transfer but, portal. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it's going to be very interesting to see. On a lighter note, we alluded last week to um, the freshman, Jasmine Loval. She did amazing in the Big West, mm-hmm. but now she will participate in the San Antonio Regional uh, as an individual competing on her own. And Wow. Ball out. That's all I got to say. Just ball out. <laughs> you got it. You already know. If, you know, just embrace your inner Ian Gilligan and then you'll be, you'll be fine. I mean, she doesn't even have to embrace she her. Do no, yeah. She's got yeah. to do her. Embrace herself. She's got to embrace herself. She won the West herself. Championship. Had a really impressive season as a freshman. Oh, so impressive. I mean, she's the best golfer on the team as a freshman. That's yeah. a really, really incredible thing to do. Yep. I mean, our women's golf team is yeah. so strong. You know, might as well call her Charlize Barkley at this point. <laughs> um, <laughs> the best female golfer I've ever seen since Charlize Barkley. Um, <laughs> new teed up teaser clip. <laughs> yeah, new, uh, Aiden. <laughs> put the same clip, but put a wig on Charles. <laughs> yeah. No, please don't do that. Um, and then... A pretty big game coming up in the dirtbags. Yep. Oh, it's yeah. exciting. Oh, I'm so We're excited. going. We're going to go. We're we'll going. Be there. We'll this, be there. This is the first time I've ever seen you excited to do anything. Bro, it's <laughs> at a pro stadium. And I, I get to take the, photos. Yeah, they might even say our name. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it does sound like you guys are going to have a lot more access than most of our sporting events. I saw yeah. you guys get yeah. well dugouts. Yeah. Like, wow. It should be a lot I'm of actually, fun. I'm so excited. And I, we're talking about this thing with my camera, man. I'm so, ah. You ah, figured out the autofocus. I did. For everyone that doesn't understand. I had this lens for almost a, I had this lens for almost a year, and I had to, like, manually focus and zoom. Oh, my gosh. But the game overall, I mean, I'm excited for it. I mean, okay, so as of right now, because the Dirtbags currently, as we are recording, are in Reno, yes. Nevada. Right. Yeah. So... But as of like standings and like the the win loss and everything, USC doesn't do well on the road. Granted, this will be a neutral location, yeah. right? Um, and they're one and zero in neutral locations, but they are like they're four nine and one as of right now, as of recording in away games. Right, that's not great. Like you're not even breaking five hundred in away games. Not even. And so, but the dirt bags. They're also borderline in the same kind of place. Well, they yeah. just got swept in Hawaii last exactly. week. Exactly. Yeah. They just yeah. got swept, and they're barely above 500 overall. But they're and, 22 and 15 overall. Yeah, and they're exactly 500 in conference play yep. as of right now. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see how they kind of like come out of the tournament they're in right now yeah. um, in Reno. But I don't know. It should be kind of exciting. I think it'll give them – a little bit of like a platform yeah. to be like we are the dirtbags. Like people come here to play baseball because we exactly. have so many MLB prospects and things like yeah. that. So I think they'll be a little bit more excited. I mean, this is the closest thing to prime time. Oh yeah, that Long Beach is ever going to get. It, yeah, <laughs> true. Except I, for except for volleyball. Yeah, I mean, yeah. We're always going to get prime time. It's true. It's true. I think this is exciting. I mean, I think. One, it'll be nice for our fans to, like, be able to come and watch this, like, in an actual big stadium because yeah. we aren't necessarily the best in terms of facilities at True. anything. But, I mean, I think... Blair's a nice stadium. No, Blair's nice. Pyramid The leaks. pyramid needs work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the pyramid does leak through the tip. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm I'm excited for this game. I'm not going because I don't really care about baseball. <laughs> wow. Where's your support? I know. I'm, where's I mean, your inner dirtbag? I, it's in 
there somewhere. Is there? Yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe I'll go. What day? What day is it? Next Tuesday. It's Tuesday, May 2nd. Oh, hell yeah. Let's go. I got nothing to do. Come on. But now. I mean, okay, so Maddie, you are an Angels fan, yes. unfortunately. Yes. I'm, I apologize for your dreadful years. We had to bring it up, yes. Oh. But. <laughs> So tickets for this game are $25. It's more expensive than a normal Angels game. See, that's really? sad. That's it just is. so sad. And I sad. think one of the funny things is, like, maybe it's a little disappointing for a lot of people, but you get a ticket to an Angels game, so. Oh, I would just throw it away. Oh, you get yeah. a free ticket? Yeah. Yeah, you get a free Angels You should ticket. just collect. You should stand and at collect the entrance people's. and collect them. And then just be a scalper. Yeah. That's true. I mean, I'd you maybe get, like. You can charge double. You'll make $20 instead of 10 <laughs> Yeah. Oh, it's like $2. Really? See, yeah. this is why the Angels are not worth watching. I think it's most baseball teams in general. You can get cheap tickets, but yeah. yeah $25 is kind of a lot for a baseball game. We lost the logo. We did we lose did. our logo. That's so sad. It's all right. It's, it's fine. Okay. You guys know who we are already. Yeah, we don't yeah. need to. We We're think. Tito. I think. <laughs> but no, all, all 40 of you. <laughs> I'm really excited to see a lot of our players, especially ones who are draft eligible or like mm-hmm. yeah. have draft potential. Yeah. Connor Burns, Jonathan Long, Rocco Pepe, like getting Juice. that chance to play inside of an MLB stadium. Yeah. yeah. Just feel like you're there. And I really hope they put the pitchers in the bullpen. That Ooh. I hope so. Like, too. I really want to see so that. Cool. I imagine they will. I don't know why they wouldn't, but. Would they have him, like, walk out like they do? Yeah, that's what I want to see. Exactly. Oh, that'd be so really fun. Cool. See who sprints out and then get shelled. So put their music on. <laughs> I am hoping that this is just, like, all in all, like, yeah, it's a game and, like, we want to win. But I hope it's a good experience for the players, for the fans. And I hope it's something that, like, maybe we can kind of do a lot more. I think this is the first time we've done it, right? Uh, I don't know. I don't. My, th- my, I don't know. My dirtbags history is very. I'm very pretty limited. sure this is the first time we've done something like this. So I'm hoping maybe if it's successful enough and we play well enough that yeah. it can keep going. I mean, d- baseball, at least in terms of our school, is one of the only sports that we can really do that with. I mean, like I said, besides you know volleyball, because mm-hmm. our clashes with Hawaii always go crazy. Mm-hmm. And, oh yeah, always know, a good game. It's always a good game, and um. But yeah, like you said, if this thing becomes really successful and it has an amazing turnout, you know, because USC, Long Beach, you know, those are two of the bigger like baseball, like sports teams mm-hmm. in Southern California. So it's like, you know, we'll, we're going to see a, a a big part of, you know, USC fans come out you know, with the Trojan pride and then we're going to have our fans out there, you know, because the Dirtbags games, it has a following outside of campus. Oh, like, for oh yeah. Sure. It has a really big community following and yep. a very big community fan base in the city of Long Beach. So it's going to be very, very exciting. And I'm so, I'm so hyped to go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's going to be great. So it's going to be a great opportunity for you guys in terms of like being media and doing that. But I'm there to quick, take photos. Quick prediction. Do we think we'll see any bombs? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. I do hope they do like the fireworks, but maybe not the budget for that. Are we going to? I mean, they're doing it for graduation. What graduation? Oh. Sorry. <laughs> Sonny, Sonny here understands the pain. <laughs> and he doesn't even care. Maybe they'll keep the waterfall on. Maybe. The waterfall doesn't even run during the season nope, half the time anymore. That's crazy. <laughs> well, maybe they'll turn it on special for, for us. Hopefully. Yeah, maybe Jared Weaver, Matt Duffy, some of the former dirtbags who Possibly. played for the Angels will throw in some money. Who yeah, knows? Yeah, yep, yeah. Yep. How, how yeah. expensive can fireworks be? Like 10 uh, bucks? Uh, for for a stadium, yeah. probably a couple hundred, a couple thousand dollars. Yeah, we're talking figure. thousands. Yeah, okay. you know, but I can't um, contribute that. Sorry to the dirtbags. Yeah, we gotta hit up the the baseball, <laughs> the MLB, the pro people. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, speaking of Tuesday, there's a pretty big game coming. We alluded to volleyball. They're in the uh, NCAA tournament. They play against Grand Canyon University in Fairfax, Virginia. So they're cross country right now. Yep. Um, we are not going to that. Just for not. disclosure, we are not going. Well, to we're that. going to USC. We don't have yeah. the budget. 
um, to send people. Uh, to honestly, Virginia. between the, the the three sports journalists, would you have preferred to go to the USC Anaheim in Angel Stadium or go to Fairfax to cover NCAA volleyball? I know he. I know Maddie oh, would was, love to would, just go to Angel Stadium. Yeah. He's yeah. not going to Virginia. I would want to go. I would go to I would Omaha. Go to Virginia. I would go to Virginia. I would go to, I would go to, Virginia, I would go to so. Omaha. That would be fun. Omaha. <laughs> I love NCAA volleyball. <laughs> yeah. Like, I love it. So I wish I could have gone to Virginia. No, yeah. You don't go to UCI? No, I did not go uh, to UCI. Don't, don't even talk about UCI. You were so upset to be there the entire time we were there. We covered that, and he was miserable he, the entire time. He was like, I really hope they lose. I don't want to <laughs> go. I don't want to come out back. there. <laughs> Medig is notorious for like jinxing things. Oh, like, that's great. Yeah, maybe I was just trying to hope we won. But it yeah. didn't. But it didn't even matter. That's like, true. It didn't even matter. We're still in the tournament. Yeah. 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 Um, predictions. This with the day that this comes out will be the day that they they will be playing. I think we beat GCU. Yeah, I think, I think we, we beat, beat GCU. GCU. Move on. Yeah, oh, at the very least, we beat GCU, yeah. and then I forget who like would Who's come up the... next in the bracket. But I think it's Penn. Oh, that's I... tough. That Penn, would be no, top Penn, five rankings. Penn was a top five team mm. in the nation. Penn was really good this year, but we're top five in but the we're nation. Top yeah, five too. we're yeah. top. They were. So it's two. I think they were above five, us. Like, let me look. I want to say Penn was above us. They were and above us by one, by one spot. They were. I think they were just above us. Yeah, I think. one spot. Oh man, I I'm still I'm confident we've been playing well this season. Do I think we can beat like Hawaii in this tournament? No, I think we could. I think really? we can. I, I do think the team's yeah. capable of beating any team in the nation. I mean, they beat Hawaii on their own court. They split the yeah. series. So, like, it really just comes down to when you play good. And that game against UCI was really bad for Yeah, yeah they were just team. not performing. They just did not no. hit yeah. the ball. Yeah. I mean, the attacking percentages was like, it was the worst hitting percentage the of the season. The entire goal of volleyball hit the ball. We couldn't do it. <laughs> we just couldn't do it. And I know there's talks of, like, one of the issues with the team was not subbing potentially players that maybe should have been subbed, mm-hmm. and that kind of just ruined us. I know Nathan Harlan came in; he had a good game, but like Aiden was kind of struggling setting, yeah. Yeah. and they didn't go to Island. I think when we're on it, we're on it though. Yeah. Penn is currently ranked number two, and we're currently ranked number four. Yeah, UCLA so they is moved at up. One and Hawaii's at three. I mean, we're all—it's kind of a mixed bag. Yeah, like, uh, uh, this team at its best is a. Championship favorite. Oh, yeah. It's oh, yeah. UCLA. Yeah. If, if we win, we play UCLA. Oh, not oh. UCLA. Well, we no. beat UCLA We got before. it. It's fine. I mean, we also did lose to UCLA this season pretty pretty badly. We did. But And even though this team at its worst is still a championship contender, it's just more like, what kind of day are we going to have here? Yeah. You know? I'm hoping we at least make it to the final. I, I would take that. It'd be nice. It'd be nice. Do we have it in the budget to... Take us to the final if we get there. Uh, I can cover it remotely. We we can cover remotely. Yeah, we can take photos remotely too. We don't we don't we don't have the budget to go down the street, dog. Like, <laughs> that is true. We can't even get a we can't even get a ride to UCI. Uh, yeah. Or slow. <laughs> don't I, talk about slow. I'm excited. I this is always my favorite part of the year in terms of being like a Long Beach State sports fan. I love volleyball men's volleyball is like one of my favorite sports in the world and it's just it's so good championship volleyball championship volleyball is so good it's so exciting to see just like the insanity of talent that there is and i mean sometimes you see a serve and it's just like oh my god you we, you just feel something we spent 20 minutes on beach sports by uh, that's we the did. longest beach sports oh segment god. ever gary's gonna be happy we it's gotta, almost as if we have stuff to talk about it's almost as if like we're like a school newspaper talking about our school <laughs> yeah um, uh, anyway moving on <laughs> Not to the cooler stuff. Pro sports. People that actually win. This is where I dip out. This, this, is, this is where Christina can catch her breath. Yeah. 
Let's talk about some. Prof- oh, we we're just talking about baseball. Yeah. Let's talk about some professional we baseball. We always can talk here. about baseball, but Pittsburgh Pirates. It's crazy. Like, are they legit? They're the best team in the National League this year. No one could have like had that on their bingo card, no. especially after O'Neill Cruz goes down. 10 games in. Mm, yeah. O'Neill Cruz feels like the player who's like the breakout caliber guy, but it's been Brian Reynolds who kind of got fleeced. I, I don't like his contract form. I think it was eight years, 102 million. Wow. Look, they are the best right now as of standings and everything. And But remember, baseball is 162 it's, regular season. It is season a long games. year. It is yeah. a very long year. Yeah. So do I think they could possibly be a contender playoff wise? Yes. It would be very iffy. I wouldn't but I even think, say that. I think yes. I think, I think they're a wild card on, threat. I think they would do it. Wild card threat makes sense to me. No one on their team really seems like sustainable stars, besides yeah. Brian Reynolds, Cabrian Hayes, like Jiwon Bay. I don't like the guy. Don't look up anything about him, but he's having a good year. <laughs> and I mean, they're kind of just a fun team. Pittsburgh's been really bad at baseball for a long time. And it feels like maybe you're getting back to that era when you had Garrett Cole, Tyler mm-hmm. Glass now, mm-hmm. even before then, Barry Bonds. Mm-hmm. Don't talk out. about Barry Bonds. Shout I love out. him. No, your, your hot takes are not not good hot takes. Shout out, Juice. But like, this one isn't even a hot take. The Drew Maggi moment, I think, is probably one of my favorite moments of this year. It was year. great. It was like, really cool to see. A man who grinds 13 years yes. in the minor leagues, plays 1,155 games, and then finally gets up to the show at 33. Yeah. They give him a standing ovation. All the players are up at the front of the dugout to listen. And then he gets a strike violation. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, kind of killer, though. A great story. Great story. He is hitless so far. He got his first start, though. There and his go. post-game interview is so, so good to listen to. It was like four minutes. I feel like you never see a player get a four-minute post-game interview on the field. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think people were just really interested to hear what he had to say, yeah. especially being a player that, like he said, 11 or 1,155 games, right, mm-hmm. in the minors, like, you would want to hear from him just to like kind of see how it is. Yeah, it I mean, like, that happened in basketball too. Yeah, Andre Ingram. Yeah, he was like he spent like twenty years in the G League yep. and then wow. got played. He played his he played one game and he scored like twenty points. Yeah, and he was like he the top out. of the league. Yeah, like for a minute. Yeah, he's literally like the G League. He like he's like top five. This is a developmental like league. This is, like the minor leagues of baseball. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He had been there for like almost his entire career. He like does like math tutoring on the side to like make mm-hmm. ends meet, and then he go him. he goes in his NBA game like cooks Chris Paul yeah. when he's on the Rockets, and he becomes like the talking point of sports for like a week. But yeah, I I, I could not imagine like being in a in a minor league or like in the imagine G being like, in the minors t- for the Angels. Ooh, an organization that doesn't even pay their players, you give gotta, them you house, gotta, and you give them food. You got to pay them. Could be play. worse. Could be worse. Could That's be worse. how it is in motorsport. You have to pay to be a part until you're in F1, and it's like $3 million a year. That's it? Yeah, just casual. I got it. It's fine. A lot of nepotism. Yeah, a lot of nepotism. That's fine. That's, no, that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and then, I mean, like, more local, we got the Padres. Yeah. Not looking good. No. I mean, some of those big contract players slumping. I love to see it, you know, as a Dodger fan. I love to see sense, that yeah. they're slumping. I don't love to see it as a firm believer that Juan Soto is and still can be a top five player in baseball. Whoa. But he's looked bad. He's looked very, very bad. Do I think he can be a top five player again? Yes. No. He's 23. No. Everything's there. The hit tool's there. The eye's still there. Yeah, I know this year no. he's struggling because he's not swinging first pitch, but rumors are he could be on the trade block with the contract expiring. Mm. Rumors are the Yankees might be a team involved. Jeez. I, I just I despise the Yankees. So. It's gonna be interesting to see like they gave up a ton of prospects to land him, and then to like part ship 
not even a year later. Almost be, immediately. Yeah, it'd be interesting. But you got Tatis back. They have options to try to figure things out. Mr. P.E.D. I love seeing him dance in the outfield. <laughs> it was actually kind of cute. Cute. It, it was. was. Cute. No, it was cute. But Manny Machado, really bad year. Gets his extension midseason. He probably put up the worst up bat I've seen in a while against Drew Smiley. Swung at three knuckle curves, nowhere near the zone. Just whiffed. Maybe we're gonna have a um what what's it called the uh the batting uh like a batting curse from when he was the first one to get a uh, batter's violation for the clock. Yes. Maybe there's gonna be a curse the now because of that. Training game. Yeah, he got the very first one it's, ever. It's the Matty G curse. I was there in the moment <laughs> to see it happen, and I guess I put some bad juju on him. I don't know, but good juju wise, breakout campaigns. A lot of players really have shown up this year. Cody Bellinger. That's one I love to see. I've belly. always liked Bellinger, the Miss belly him. bombs, the smile. Miss but him, but he washed. He's not washed though. No, not now. Like he washed when he was still in the Dodgers. Like yeah. all of a sudden he came out and got in the dryer and now he's back. It was like, the arm injuries. I think he's, he's always back. still had it. You picked him up from the cleaners. Yeah, he got dry clean and now he's back. He's, he's just, it's weird. I hate it. Especially when he smacked like a home run off of the Dodgers. In that Cubs game, like, nah. But the Dodgers have a player who also is having another breakout campaign or at least a rebound season of Max Muncy. I mean, he's leading the league in OPS. Muncy wow. was miserably bad last year. Yeah, he was. He was really disappointing because especially when people were so used to him being, like, a heavy slugger and just this guy that can hit, like, clutch little hits and especially like, deep in the outfield. So, yeah, he was definitely good. But I'm happy to see him back. Yeah. Hit the button, Christina. <laughs> That's right. Pickle break. It's pickle break time. It's pickle break. I don't know how we've got through 10 pickle breaks, but after probably close to 30 different pickle facts at this point, <laughs> I have nothing left in the tank. So oh, we've exhausted it. We can highlight some of our favorite pickle moments. Yep. Pickles Kennedy. The OG. The OG. The, OG. the first name mentioned. Yeah. Pickles Kennedy. Pickles and the dog, a classic. Pickles the dog, yes. The, uh, uh, the Patrick Ewing. Patrick uh, Ewing. The shoes. the shoes. Dylan the pickle. I think David Pickles is personally one of my favorite just because I was at the game, spotted the man, and was like, there's no shot there's a player named Pickles (laughs) at a game I'm covering. Like, how? It was very exciting. We had Katie Dill. Katie Dill. Katie Dill. Sauerkraut Sal. Sauerkraut Sal. The Sauerkraut Sal versus Jalapeno Hannah Beef. And then how can we forget the Portland Pickles? The Portland Pickles. Pickles. Armando Bricino. Briseño. 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 There's an accent. There is an well, It's not on the website. There's no, it's not on the website. That's why he, I had to ask Jonathan Long in class, like, how do you pronounce it? He goes, it's Briseño. I was like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> but that, that's really where it all started. Like we, me and Maddie were just talking about like, how are we going to go about this podcast? And he was talking about like, oh, there's a guy on our team that plays for the Portland Pickles. Like, oh, that's pretty interesting. So we started going, we started talking about the Portland Pickles, like, we go deep and then we're like, then we start talking about like, oh yeah, like they sell this pickle stuff over here and then do this thing over here. And then they just like, that's what, that's how Pickle Brick was the born. The pickle lore was deep and we definitely dipped into as much of it as we probably could have found. The we chickle. definitely have. Yeah. Chickle. That's Sauerkraut, my kimchi, yeah. so many things mentioned. Yeah, we've exhausted And it all lands the... back to the chickle, which. Yeah. But OG. we could possibly be having that. We could possibly be having it next at the last week, supper. The last supper. The last supper. Last pickle supper. Yeah. Everyone on the pod hates pickles pretty oh, no, much no, besides no. me. No, I love no, pickles. No, I love Maddie. pickles. Don't okay. do that. Yeah. I've heard a lot of pickle hate on my time on this pod, so it'll be it, nice to get to eat some. It's me. <laughs> yeah, it's Naoki. <laughs> I'm not excited about I'm really not excited to do this. I'm s- There's been so oh. many times where you've told me you want to eat a pickle on the pod. I do it for the content. 
I'll do it for the content. It's for the views. It's for the views. It's for the views, man. It's just so that Ian Gilligan can keep commenting on our Instagram post. Yeah, shout out Ian Gilligan, number one fan of Teed Up. Get on, on the pod. Come on. Can we, next semester, we got to get him on the pod. We have to we get him try. on here. Have a meet a pickle. <laughs> Do you like pickles, Ian? <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we are going to, we're going to change for next year yeah, and from Pickle Break. You know, we'll, and we'll make that announcement. Yeah, we'll Stay announce tuned. It soon. Next week, we have mm-hmm. a pretty big announcement coming mm-hmm. up for next yeah. semester. But yeah, the, the Pickle Break Hall of Fame, if you want to call it, it was a really good run. It, it was, was a good run. run. It was. It became a very big staple of this podcast. I felt very blessed to have been on. How many episodes have I been on? Like five or six. Five or six. I think. Yeah, on that many episodes, learning that many pickle facts. I mean, it's I, great. I'm. I'm. I'm just gonna like brainwash myself in the summertime to get all these out of my head. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not. I, this is not it. Sometimes I like wake up in the middle of the night and then I remember that I'm gonna be recording a podcast where I have to talk about pickles and it just kind of haunts me. Oh, it haunts me every every week. I bet. I come in like okay. It will next week too when you eat them. Oh Jesus! <laughs> and we're gonna be outside because we can't eat in here. Yeah. So yeah, it's fine. very fun. It's fine. We have the best editors. It's fine. We do. We. Do. <laughs> um. So we're recording this on Friday. Uh, the night prior or last night was the NFL draft. Yep. Uh, plenty of surprises here. Ninety-two percent. Yeah, we're supposed to get drafted top ten. Yeah, Will Will Levi. Will Levi, terrible, just awful. And they they had so many angles of him just like on his phone. Yeah, just <laughs> chilling because he was just so disappointed. But yeah, ninety-two percent chance that he was supposed to be drafted top ten. Maddie, you mentioned that he was number he was supposed to be number one in Vegas and he was there for like it what, was for a cool like second? three hours where yeah. it happened. Some rumors were swirling on like Reddit where someone had heard he was getting drafted number one and yeah. it just boosted the odds. But I don't think it's a real talking point of the draft. I don't yeah. well, I think it's a real talking point, but at the same time, like I saw this comment and it was very true. Tom Brady got drafted in the sixth round. But we're not gonna compare. Well, Levi's is not but Tom Brady. He is not Tom Brady, and I understand that. But at the same time, I mean, he could have like a decent career. But, but like, it's not like well, Tom Brady was not expected to be a first round pick. No, no. it's true. It's he, true. He was Very borderline true. Mr. Relevant for a reason. The last time I made a Tom Brady comp talking about the draft, it was Jake Luton. And I think he threw like four interceptions on Thanksgiving. So can we like normalize like we every we should, when we do like live tweeting for events and we lose, we should do like hashtag Mighty G curse. Yeah. <laughs> like hashtag I support that. Um, I support that. But Bryce Young goes first, CJ yeah. Stroud went second. The Texans they're Stacking they're, up. They're stacking up for the future. Do you here. like the trade? I don't mind it. I don't mind it. It feels either. like a lot of capital. It seems like a lot of capital at first. I mean, and and it's just I don't know. I think they're making the right move to give themselves a better opportunity future wise, like you right. said. Like it's just yeah. It's more about future. It's like preemptive kind of like yeah. preventative from failure so much. Because yeah. I mean, I feel like they're so used to just losing and having terrible, terrible seasons. Right. They're trying yeah. to build it back up. Well, yeah. for me, you fail upwards if you're bad next year. Like, CJ Stroud's a good quarterback, but mm-hmm. if you're the worst team next year, it's Caleb Williams, a yeah. better quarterback, and you mm-hmm. just take Will Anderson anyways. So That's true. To, like, yeah. give up all those picks. I mean, it's a first next year, a second first this year. Yeah. Second, and, like, fourth. It's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. But, I mean, it's... It, this Will was Anderson the, was the best player in the class. What, what, yeah, Will Anderson was really good. And then the Eagles. You're just recreating national championship. We're just we're just getting the Georgia defense at this point. We got Jordan Davis last year and Nicobe Dean. This year we got Jalen Carter and Nolan Smith. We're essentially building the Georgia defense on on our team. And I mean, this is the time where you know Fletcher Cox is he's gonna he's getting older. Brandon Graham he's getting older, and essentially like those guys are gonna be sort of the next up for this Eagles defense. Um, 
one of the things that this, the Eagles have prided themselves with, um, even after the year we won the Super Bowl, is like this defensive line. Like stack yeah. up up front, like rush the quarterback, put pressure on the quarterback, and then have you know one or two playmakers out in the secondary. And then, but it's, it really starts up front. And personally, I'm super excited to see like because in the, the those four guys they have chemistry, they played together, you know. Mm -hmm. So it's like it's gonna be really exciting for me to see as an Eagles fan. Yeah. Um, where this offense goes or where this defense goes, excuse me, and it's going to be very scary. We're so built for the future, and I'm so hyped for this. Can we quickly talk about the Lions? I yeah. loved everything about the Lions last year. Dan Campbell, Goff, like so much reason to be excited, and they dropped one of the worst classes to start out this draft. Drafting yeah. Jameer Gibbs, a running back 12th overall. When you signed DeAndre Swift, yep. you signed another running back, and they go first round running back. It's the worst decision ever. I get Bashawn Robinson. Like, Bashawn Robinson's a great player. Yeah. Even he was drafted too high realistically. There's so much production down the board of running backs. It's the yeah. one position you never take high. That is so true. You never draft a running back. Unless it's, like, a legitimate yeah, necessity. Like, but even, a need, then, yeah. even them, it doesn't always work out. Like, Saquon's yeah. had all his injuries. Yeah. Everyone's second. It's just so rare. Mm -hmm. And then they go and draft Jack Campbell, who's got, like, second grade predictions. Mm-hmm. Just really bad class. Lions are not doing what the Texans are doing. I mean, I know what you think, Maddie. I think I know you think it's like too much capital and everything, but I feel like Texans did it right. Yeah. Like they're trying to really improve. Well, shifting over to the NBA playoffs, it's playoff season in the NBA. I want Timothy. Himmy, Jimmy, Himmy, Butler, bro. Oh, <laughs> go. Him, that, he is him. Yes. Like he dropped 56 points, which is like. Legit, a legitimate like top five playoff performance ever. Like mm -hmm. I, we really just witnessed history here. The eight seed of Miami, he knocked out the number one seed of Bucks, who had the best record in the league, mm -hmm. who were massive. They were, I think, they had the best odds to win the title. They did, and I mean, he was talking trash too when the when they were still down by like five. Yeah, in, with like two minutes left. That's the thing with Jimmy Butler. He kind of coasts throughout the regular season. He doesn't really try as hard. Mm. But when it come when the playoffs come around, he is like legitimately like the best player in basketball. Like, yep. he yep. is an elite defensive player. He turns into, a, like, a super efficient scorer. And to me, you know, as a Celtics fan, it just makes our path to win the championship that mm -hmm. much easier because we're playing Philly in the second round. Sorry, Gary. I know you're watching <laughs> this. But Philly doesn't scare me. Like, no. you know, like, Joel Embiid had said it best, like, this isn't a rivalry, you know? Like, mm -hmm. they always beat us. Mm -hmm. And it's true. The, the Like, the Celtics always beat the Sixers, so I'm really excited for that matchup because it should be like a, like a easy, easy whooping, bro. <laughs> smack, smack up Philly. I'm so excited. And I just, I just feel bad for Kawhi. Oh, Kawhi! Like I, I just feel so bad. They for have, him. they have to blow this up. Like they have yeah. to trade Kawhi, yeah. trade Paul George, yeah. restart. You don't have a draft pick till like 2026 or seven till like my kids are gonna be in the NBA. Like, you know, <laughs> it. They Steve Ballmer put so much money into this team to be a championship contender. But the Clippers, I'm convinced they're a cursed franchise, bro. They always get hurt at the wrong time. We had the Chris Paul mm -hmm. hamstring injury a couple years ago. Then you had Blake Griffin always go out at the wrong time. Kawhi Leonard, since he's gotten to L.A., has has not played over 60 or 70 games since he's mm -hmm. got to L.A. Neither has Paul George. Like, this is – when you – Traded for Paul George when he was in Oklahoma City. Then you'd sign Kawhi Leonard when he just came off of a championship and an all-time great playoff performance. You, this is a, there was an expectation to win, and so I look. 
you have like after this season you have to something has to change yeah, yeah. they got to get rid of him it's just it's not really worth it anymore i mean Stephen a said like oh he needs to retire yeah and he has to and at this point it's just like, Kawhi, if you're yeah. Kawhi, you can call it quits and you'll you'll be completely satisfied with how your career went you won yeah. two championships two separate teams you were a at your peak the best player in the league mm-hmm. like uh, undisputed best player about spurs toronto yeah just dominant um, but yeah, I think at this point, if you're Kawhi, you can call it, I mean, I, it was noticeable that Kawhi at this point of his career, the basketball playing out there was not really like his top priority. Mm-hmm. He had all this stuff off the court, you know, with his new balance deal mm-hmm. and all these commercials he was doing. And I mean, if you're Kawhi, he can walk away and he'd be completely okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then just to end things off, the Kings Warriors series has been probably one of the best series that there has, there has been in the NBA in a long time. Same as the Grizzlies, Lakers. Just I hate the Warriors. I, I just okay. I, I hate the Warriors. I also hate the Warriors. I hate them, but okay. I have my reasons. I have my reasons. Okay. They beat the Celtics last year in the finals. I just you yeah. know, it is yeah, what it is. But you know the Kings. You know an up and coming team, a younger team, potentially dethroning a, a dynasty here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's that storyline, and then with the Lakers, Grizzlies, there's a whole thing with Dylan Brooks versus LeBron and John Moran. That's not even a, a it's not competition. You know, Dylan Brooks, like come on, <laughs> it's yeah. it's LeBron versus Dylan Brooks. Like nah. I, I, I like I want to see that in a boxing ring. <laughs> I like I want to see that. Um, but yeah, I I love I'm so excited. Like the Celtics, <laughs> this is the this is our championship to lose. If we lose this year, I might have to reconsider. You're gonna lose. All right. Yeah, I'm just gonna. <laughs> I'm just gonna say you're gonna lose just to make you sad. Wow. Well, I hope that when we shoot next week, I don't know how your camera dies. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And I hope while you take your final, your laptop dies. Oh, God, no. I love you, bro. (laughs) I feel like the separation of, like, you two on that side and us on this side is, like, very much how this podcast ends up. I feel like Sunny and I are just antagonists at this point. Pretty much. Yeah, it's me and Maddie against the world. Yeah, it really is. (laughs) Well, with that being said, thank you so much for joining us for Season 1, Episode 11 of Teed Up. Thank you to our editor, Aiden Swanepoel, and our producer, Leila Nunez, and our podcast editor, Isabel Salaji. If you want to stay up to date in the latest in Long Beach State sports, check out our website, daily49er.com, and follow us on socials at daily49er. Thank you so much for listening, and see you later. Bye. See ya. Let's go. Woo.